Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent returnee from Rock Bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. If you have experienced grief, you will be familiar with the cycle that comes with it. Bargaining, anger, denial, acceptance, etc. We all have different ways of coping. Some are ultimately more beneficial than others, but in the end, all of them become a wonderful lesson for future. My guest, musician Tamzine, and I are discussing all this and more today. Okay, so we're going super, super recent this week. Um, May, May 2023. It's it's recent. We 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 all know we were all there. But um, if my yesterday, there was something pretty enormous that happened and we are situated in on the black isle in the black isle on, on the black the, on the black hat yeah. in scotland and in this moment tamzine why do you think you've got no friends well that's yeah so may 2023 was it was like the highest and the lowest i've been mm-hmm. all in one month yeah i just uh i just come off the road uh touring with an amazing act called Katie Malua. Oh my God. This is the closest thing to crazy I've ever been. (laughs) That's the one. Oh. And how many bicycles are there in Beijing? Lots. (laughs) (laughs) Nine million. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Well, apparently that's actually not true, but I should have known that. that, um, (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, so you come off of Katie Malua. The legend yes. that is. Yes, that was amazing. But like actually had had been a, a big, big grind to kind of show up for that tour and show mm. up every night. And I'd gone back back up to the Highlands um, to be with my stepdad, who mm. was at the end of like a year long terminal illness. And mm. yeah, I think losing him, um, you know, without going into the co- the concept of the afterlife, losing him from this this chapter of life mm-hmm. um, was just, I think, the accumulation of a lot of um, struggle, a lot of change, a lot of grief. And yeah, I think that that's, although recent and definitely have worked over the last couple of months to to deal with it, mm. um, was the lowest I've ever been. And I think over the course of the last year, have definitely been dealing with that in not great ways mm, mm. pushing people away and then being like scrambling to like bring yeah. them back into my life because yeah. I realized that that's not a healthy way to deal with yeah. with difficult emotions <clears throat> it's not but it's also um it's when we are so out of 
control when there is this thing that we cannot control often we just we turn it onto things that we like that we feel like we can and often the way that we try and control things is is super is like really unhealthy and quite damaging um and i've done it over and over and over again it always transfers onto something different um but it's just it is literally a coping mechanism it's just a coping mechanism but those i think it's um the 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 partnership of extreme highs and extreme lows in the space of that month so how how so how recently had you been touring when you came back to Scotland was it literally straight away it was literally straight away so it's it's to give you more context Campbell my stepdad was he Mm. he came into my life when I was like four years old yeah so it's very very little Mm. and he's been one of the biggest champions of me and my music and my dreams you know all throughout my life he was the one who would like take me to music lessons and yeah. and uh, come to my orchestra concerts. Um, so he was really, really, um, yeah. really, really supportive of this tour. And he really wanted me to do it, which yeah. was a really big internal battle for me because I really wanted to obviously honor that and make him proud and mm. and do the thing that I'd set out to do and it, and it and it is a big deal you know these kinds of tours don't come along all the time mm, mm. um but yeah I literally came off the road and had kind of a week with him uh in hospital so um part of me thinks that it was you know he was really holding out yeah um, which is beautiful in a way I think his last like, gift to me was just that time good on you Campbell good on oh, you Campbell. good on you Campbell <laughs> he did well yeah um, but what a, <laughs> a drooper honestly at that point <laughs> yeah. like hell yeah yeah he was just uh hanging out and waiting for me to come home yeah um, so yeah it was like a big kind of um it was a big release at that point yeah and everything kind of for the last few months had been very just had been very pent up you know mm, like mm. I couldn't even tell you and and I'd had like I'd had people express to me that you know I had I haven't really been myself but also sometimes mm. you just don't have the capacity to deal with with that you yeah. know someone's coming to you with honesty and being like you've hurt me here or you're not being yourself or yeah. are you okay and and you just you don't have the tools and the words in that moment to explain yourself it's like a shut it's a bit of a shutdown dissociation yeah it's what i found and um often it i I wouldn't describe it as like things hitting you at slow motion Mm. you just like i don't know how to respond yeah i don't know i don't have the energy to do the appropriate thing here the thing that we know that we're supposed to do to be able to listen digest it pause before not reacting with emotion but when it's when you're in that state and being like i just can't Mm -hmm. it's it's so awful Mm. it's so awful because it's not that you don't want to it's not that you like don't want to you know respond to that person or respond to the situation it's just like i just can't yeah and it's horror it's awful but that i mean with with performing it is um for all of those listeners out there who are um you know artists in in whatever capacity we know the like extreme high mm-hmm. that performing generates yeah. and that um it's like 
this and I've often described with acting before it is it's being an actress is almost like being in an abusive relationship a lot mm. of the time because you have these like moments where it is indescribable mm-hmm. the the beauty the the experience things that are just incredible and you're and people are excited that you're there and you're yeah. like I am <laughs> oh my I am amazing incredible I'm literally incredible like, I am so pretty <laughs> so talented so talented and like people are pretty excited that I'm here and then like literally the next day they're like and it shuts down and you're like wait what but yesterday I was so important mm-hmm. And then you get addicted to these these highs and doing a show of I've I've I've, I've done sort of long running plays and things like that and and the um the like it's sort of like living on a different different stratosphere. You're living in a different, it's not normal life, it's not it's not the the basic, it's not the baseline thing, it's above that. Mm. And then coming from that to a place of something that is so real Mm -hmm. and so um fuck what is the like it's primal I guess so raw very raw mm -hmm. inevitable Mm -hmm. something when you're dealing with something like like death Mm -hmm. to come from that that juxtaposition that that switch must have just been blinding like yeah I can't imagine yeah that's such an amazing way to put it it Mm. was it was um it was rough for sure like kind of felt definitely kind of like plummeted mm-hmm. down back down to earth yeah. literally it's like the rapture it's like, like you're getting like you're getting taken up Wait, what where's the what's up god like yeah. you're coming there and then they go boom and you cut down by oh, yeah. it's yeah. what's up god <laughs> it's hard to navigate as well because yeah. like obviously you put a lot of your life um i'd actually done again it's it's so it's so difficult because i'd I'd put so much into planning this tour mm, and mm. obviously I'd known Campbell was ill. He'd been ill for a year, um, but I put so much independently into this tour. I'd, I'd brought on um, photographers mm, for different shows mm. and I really wanted to create a special moment out of it. So there was also this this part of me that was like sharing my joy and excitement and gratitude for being on this tour and really trying to share that with the people who are following me who like weren't at these shows because obviously I was playing to Katie's audience not my audience so I really wanted to share these moments but then you know I would come off stage and I'd be sending I'd be posting these these pictures on social media Mm -hmm. and then I'd also be sending them to Campbell yeah and I'd be calling him and I'd be like how are you doing and like trying to tell him about the day and like let him into a little bit of that experience whilst Mm -hmm. also literally very physically dealing with that sadness it was very strange and I felt very um torn you know with sharing this tour and then also you know not not really sharing everything it's difficult because I I didn't want to share Mm. what I was going through it was like too it's very it's just very personal it's very personal and it's almost it's it's like almost too far removed it's too it's too real it's too Mm -hmm. tangible it's Mm -hmm. too um almost like frightening um and especially if there are people like following who kind of mickey's joined the (laughs) chat everybody um if there are people following who want to like be excited by your journey and be excited by this tour it's um it's a really difficult it's it's a really difficult road to navigate that yeah um and 
I imagine, and it's kind of a really, I'm sorry to say a great example, but you know how we, how so often everyone's like on Instagram, mm-hmm. it looks very different. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like one thing. Yeah. It is, it's often not the case. So, you know, everybody, everybody tell you beans, you, you don't necessarily want that person's mm-hmm. life right now. Mm-hmm. And to know that there is this thing that is bubbling away underneath you and these the same picture that you have is being used in two very different different ways two different places yeah exactly for different purposes and it's kind of beautiful in like a big way because it can exist in both ways but it's hard it can yeah Yeah. I really admire people who um who show everything Mm. in, in in a way that they want to help to deconstruct this kind of Mm. um, perfect world that we live on social media. Mm, mm. Um, And I think my way of trying not to be part of the problem is like, you know, being honest where, you know, not putting out my life is perfect. Everything is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Putting out this was a beautiful moment. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. And then also sharing, you know, okay, now I'm writing really sad songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's because life is also difficult. So... Yeah, I, I think I, I learned a lot about, um, you know, how I want to show up for myself in real life and then also how I want to show up for people who are following along for my musical mm, journey, mm. which is important to keep separate, mm. you know, as artists, yeah. like have that little bit of barrier. It's like, I don't need to let everybody into this thing. 100%. That's super overwhelming for me, even yeah. just on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, everyone... <laughs> We know that opinions are like assholes that everybody's got one, but it's like <laughs> that you suddenly, a lot of the time when you put something out, um, you then get this sort of influx of messages of people either, either giving their opinion or giving their advice or giving their thing. And so, most of the time in guys, it is a wonderful thing. And, but every so often there's someone who goes like, why are you fucking complaining? Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. I really don't need. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, I don't. <laughs> Derek. Fuck's sake, Derek. I, <laughs> I'm sure there are some nice Dereks out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely Dereks. But there's like, whoever particular about on Instagram is like, he's like, why are you complaining? There's like, forget about it. And it's yeah. like, mm, yeah, it's yeah. so weird with that's some trauma that. where's that coming from <laughs> are you okay i like i, I hate you but let's just take a little step back and yeah. just like dissect what's happening here. um i mean i i guess how how long how long was the tour in in its entirety it was um <clears throat> it was three weeks all together okay yeah so i'd i'd been up yeah so first week and then i, I actually went to the highlands I got, I made it from Bournemouth to Dingwall in. Why the fuck is Dingwall? It's like close-ish to Inverness. It's like just oh, north of Inverness. I've Dingwall. I know, well. Dingwall, I guys. Have, I know. It's quite a funny name, actually. Dingwall. Dingwall. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up there in um, in like six hours. Shit. Which I'm quite impressed with. That's my girl right there. Yeah. I was like... It was honestly like a scene from a movie, but I did go up on a day off and then, and then I came back down, joined the tour in Glasgow and then, mm. yeah, two, two, two more weeks that I spent on the road, which isn't that long, but, mm. but when you're, when you're, yeah. in, when you're in a situation like that, it, it, it's not hours matter, minutes matter. Yeah. It's, um, it's people go, oh, I'm going on tour for six months, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh yeah, six months is nothing, it's done. But when you are dealing with something else, like it's, it, time works in a very different way. Yeah. I think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think it will be one of those things I look back on and, um, and may feel differently about in a mm. year or two years time. I think it was a, a real lesson mm. for me in like, 
um I guess yeah control like you mentioned earlier mm. I kind of am a control freak mm-hmm. I've always been quite you know people say uh, the way people would talk about me is like mm. sunny disposition you know strong good at dealing with things mm. you know yeah she'll be okay well she's going through a lot but like she'll be <laughs> yeah, fine absolutely opposite they're like don't go near her she's a, fucking, she's a time bomb <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, no. don't touch her she'll melt <laughs> no I mean to be fair like I think that probably that's a far more uh realistic way of talking about ev- like all of us mm. right because I, I don't feel that way about myself but mm, that's how people mm. perceive me so it was quite a big moment of deconstructing like okay I don't need to be what other people perceive me as right now. Yeah. Like I don't need to be okay right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course. I actually am, you know, it's just not all right. It's just not this okay. This is just not okay. And all of the things that happened before in my life as well, it just became kind of a channel for first sinking into that for a second. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like totally allowed. Yeah. And it, it's so, it's so difficult when we are going through something that is so that is so big Mm. it's almost too big to comprehend when it's actually happening it's like it's like trying to imagine how big the universe is it's like no I I just can't go there yeah the um having to deal with that and then also just like having to deal with everything else and baseline needs and how you're reacting to situations how you're reacting to other people Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's like, it's impossible. Mm. It's absolutely impossible. And even that, so it, it had been a year up until this time. Yeah. There. And during that time, how did you, in the lead up to it, how did you cope? How how was that for you, the, the year sort of preceding this moment? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. How did I cope? <laughs> <laughs> to be concise, like, a lot of things changed in one so yeah. I got this news and it's like everything kind of broke everything kind of like changed but was it like um I'm sorry to interrupt but the um when when you got this news did you sort of um because I I know when, when often really big things happen and when we hear big things and we know that something kind of momentous is coming we then transfer onto other bits of life going what can I change to yeah. like yeah. make the situation do yeah 100 exactly what happened yep. absolutely fine yep. i've done it time and time again <laughs> completely fine and i don't think like i don't i don't look back and think i made huge mistakes i no. think that probably a lot of the feelings about other aspects of my life were mm. were genuine and mm. it wasn't like i wasn't wrong it mm. was just that it was a very severe way of dealing with this news but you also <laughs> kind of work out what's really important to you you do and you work out you know time and yeah. you go okay, I need to make some decisions and and create as the best life possible. Yeah. And suddenly when something really big happens, you go, what the fuck am I waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exactly true. And mm. I think that was, that kind of fueled my, my summer. I had, I, I played something like 14 music festivals, like little shows, uh, like in all, all over the UK and then also in Europe and, you know, drove myself for the first time to these festivals. I passed my driving light, my driving test and things Still like that. Still got to do that, guys. I, I, believe, really I genuinely believe I'm saving lives by not being on the road. Really? I genuinely believe it. To be fair, like, in, uh, down here, you definitely don't need it. I feel yeah. like it was hard. I did fail first time, but... Um, I did an intense, of course. That's what I want to do. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would recommend. Or the automatic or the both of them. Shout out Amdi. I did a manual. 
Did you? Yeah, did manual. Superhero. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> you bloody superhero. Well, then you can like rent manuals, can't you? And you can like drive any car, yeah. right? Yeah, that is true. That is that it is it is the any car route. Yeah, it's the any car I'm route. Like, I'd quite like it if I could just sort of press the button and I, I mean, did everything one of those people who's like, I don't need to get it because I'm like five years old. Yep. driving themselves. <laughs> yeah. Self-driving is coming, everybody. It's on its way. Self-driving is coming. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Then you better then watch out. I will out. be on the road. Then I watch out. Yeah. Um, do you play? Uh, do you have uh, musicians who work with you, or do you? Do you? Oh shit. Do you play uh, all your own stuff? So yeah. So I did tour with a band towards the end of last year, which was amazing. Really. But the whole summer was just me and a keyboard and a guitar. So it was solo. So it was like solo travel, solo shows. Which was incredible. And I think I was just, I was very clear I was just going through something. You yeah. Know? It was yeah. like, it's not necessary to do all of this solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was working through it, you know, and the the driving and the, the playing and the taking things on myself was all kind of, I think, part of just working through these really difficult emotions. Was it, um, uh, it's, and, that, and it might not be true at all, um, that, Often when these things happen, I've done it before, where we go like, I, this thing has happened, therefore I want to make what I'm doing almost harder than it needs to be. It's Mm. like a sort of weird form, a very, very strange form of self-flagellation of going, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to, and... It's kind of a bit like sort of Reese Witherspoon in that movie where she walks along the Appalachian yeah. Trail. Oh, I love that film. That is a good film, actually. Yeah, it's good. I just think she's a great actress. She's bloody brilliant, anyway, isn't she? Little tangent. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Ever want to go on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know you, you listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're listening, Reese. No, you're listening. Don't you pretend. <laughs> Why do you not have any friends? <laughs> That I got that wrong. Why do you think you've got no friends, Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> there are lots of reasons. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that sort of like self legislated or not, I don't even know if it's that. I don't think it's particularly the right term, but the thing of going, the struggle is so real that I don't, almost the idea of making something easier for yourself feels like slightly wrong. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to go, it's it's quite primal, I think. Yeah. It's like a bit of a kind of, um, I don't know, uh, there's a, maybe a cultural appropriation, but the kind of walkabout, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Just get, get stuck in yeah. and get it done. And like somehow it's going to be a transformation. Yeah. A transformation. Yeah. <laughs> or like you'll come out of it and you'll just be okay. Yeah. Which isn't right. Don't do things. <laughs> don't don't do that. When you're struggling. <laughs> um, no, it, I think it also was like, you know, if I don't bring people into this situation, mm. I don't have to ta- talk about how I'm feeling. I don't 100%, have to like, yeah. I don't have to kind of be honest with, with how difficult and sad and rubbish this is. It's, um, it's another, it's, I, I wish there was a different word than control because control, and I've, I've spoken about this before. I think control just sounds like it, it's quite an ugly word mm-hmm. and it has different connotations. And I think in, in instances like this, it's, it is about control, but I wish there was a different way of saying it because, um, if, if I, I was trying to explain this the other day, if, Someone says to me, uh, that thing that you did, I, I'm really upset with you. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm going, I don't think that's quite fair. Mm-hmm. I don't, I actually think that 
Mm, that's you're you're sort of bullying me a little bit here. Mm. Even if I sort of know that's the case, mm. I'll go. Oh my god, one hundred percent. And I take all of it. Yeah. Because if I carry the pain, mm-hmm. I can control it. Interesting. Wow, I, yeah. I can go. I can control the situation. I'm taking the hurt away from them. Yeah. They don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I would. I would rather have it than leave it with them for it to grow into the blob yeah and some, take something over. else that i can't that i can't yeah, that i can't, I can't control because if that festers and grows it's going to mutate and it's going to spread to all the other people and then i'm going to lose all my friends yeah. all over again or whatever so it, it's like the weird thing of control of going um if if i don't have anyone else around me i can i can deal with my own emotions i don't have to yeah. deal with anybody else's yeah. and it's and it that this is an this is enough this is easy to easier to deal with yeah even though it sort of makes it harder yes so strange isn't it it's very counterproductive oh it's so weird i think that that's yeah that's definitely really a really good way of putting it and Mm. and visually i i see that that's that's definitely what i was what i was doing the lonely summer yeah i call it but it was it was incredible i had so many hot girl lonely summer (laughs) Um, (laughs) i had so many like amazing moments yeah but then also yeah, I had a lot of a lot of breakdowns and mm, and it's interesting mm. how things kind of ricochet throughout your life. I mean, I was signed signed to a major label mm. during this time as well. Mm. Um, well, I'd already been signed, but I was still signed to this major label. And like that was also all falling apart. And right. I also like wasn't really talking about that with okay. anyone in my life. That's frightening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so again, I was having these beautiful moments and uh and then the end of the year ended with them dropping me and so <laughs> this fucking the, <laughs> music in dear mr music industry <laughs> stop it girly yeah. lily turns it yeah Ms. yes yeah. crazy and i actually find them normal. both very inspiring on this topic um because i'm but it's also rubbish that we have to then be inspiring on this oh, topic yeah. i know but yeah so it was really like this the start of the year, learning this news, someone slowly kind of like leaving my physical reality. Mm, mm. And then also all of the things that I felt like I had been working towards and mm. that I, you know, that because of, of what I'd been putting in, I should be getting out. Yeah. We're also just going to shit. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't. But at the time it felt like it. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I think it just like was, it was a very like slow process of, of, pushing like pushing good things out of my life because things were going wrong or or things were things were becoming very difficult and not going to plan I should say best Mm. laid plans yeah um and so yeah I think by the time it got to May actually I was it I was the lowest because the worst thing that could have happened happened yeah but also I'd I'd gotten to a point where um I knew how not to deal with it and yeah. I knew not what what not to do yeah and was able to very quickly uh almost pushed everyone away but very quickly realized that what I actually really need is good things in my life good yeah. people in my life yeah and to pour a lot of like love into myself and yeah. fill up all all the spaces with as much kind of um as much love as I can mm. you know because mm. Mm. because that's really what that's really what we all need, right? It's yeah. like love and connection yeah. and and feel understood. And yeah. if you don't tell anyone how you feel, yeah. no one is going to understand it's you. 
always a case of going, do I feel safe and do I matter? Mm. And that mm. is, that is, that's literally it. Do I feel safe and do I matter? Mm. And so it is the instinct to just push, push people away. Um, I, I, I really struggle with trust. I don't trust that if I'm not like my best or like being the best for someone else that they're going to fuck off. Mm -hmm. And so I then go, I'm going to take myself away first, Mm -hmm. Um, which obviously isn't healthy and people are far better than that. People are far greater. Um, But I sort of like the thing of going, you know, you know, not, you know what not to do, even though we don't know what to necessarily what to do. It's almost by like um, a trial of a trial of elimination. process of elimination of of going okay that's not good that's Mm. not good and eventually we'll settle on like the right thing to do exactly yeah um in what ways did you did you deal with the grief did you have any coping mechanisms that you that you found really helped you or uh initially Mm -hmm. uh uh audiobooks love it (laughs) any particulars that we can shout out um well i started listening to bell hooks actually which is quite intense for a (laughs) bell hooks yeah bell hooks um, amazing author. Um, I I think also Harry Potter. Always. You know? Um, it's true, Mrs. Dursley. <laughs> it's just so, it's such a safe place. It's so, I, I completely, completely agree. Yeah. yeah. So there was, you know, I was like, let's learn some things with the bell hooks. And then I was mm. like, let's, uh, let's, just, know, let's just be uh, safe for I a don't second. escape, but like, let's just, mm. you know, pretend we're in the wizarding world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think audiobooks, um, I also do did, which was really, um, I really tried to invite this in, which was just to reach for for music, Mm. even if what I was writing was like awful and like way too sad and depressing to Mm. ever see the light of day, reaching for that uh, process of songwriting to Mm. just get things out and like understand what I was feeling. That's always been how I've done it. And I was really grateful in those moments that, music was there for me like mm. it's always been there mm. you know mm. and that uh like everything last year and and being dropped and having to kind of like build myself back up and mm. doing this tour that that nothing had changed there that was really encouraging for me so yeah I'd say that and then also just I guess my friendships and my family yeah. you know I wasn't I'm not the only one grief is quite selfish I've discovered actually yeah and or that's been my experience so far. And obviously I'm not the only one who's lost someone. So also re- trying to to talk about, you know, how I was feeling with the people who also loved Campbell and miss him as well. So I know you've got a sister mm-hmm. who's in the States. Is there, are there any mm-hmm. more of you? Yeah, I have an older brother too. Mm. Um, he was with me actually as well up in the Highlands. So we had that kind of moment together initial Mm. like day or so together so yeah he's been an incredible support as well and hopefully to each other um so yeah I think you know people music um and 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 comfort things like arts audiobooks it's just Mm. it's always nice to feel embraced by a story exactly 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com it's often um, when we're at our absolute lowest when things feel really really frightening and um, if you're very very lost is often things like um when I when I have my breakdown um poetry Mm. even just like snippets of it some kind of rhythm um bright paintings watercolors Mm. anything that utilizes the senses in a way of bringing you back to the present and reminding Mm. you that things still exist and things existed before and will exist again yeah um there is something very very healing about it because As much as there are, you know, wonderful books about grief and wonderful self-help books, occasionally when you're really deeply in it, it is a little bit like you're getting punched in the face by it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I can't absorb this. What I need, what I need right now is just a few, I need to look at something that's going to spark my creativity or spark my 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 brain again or Mm. I need to just look at a few words that rhyme or something that makes me laugh or something that is really safe from my childhood yeah and um just doing the really tiny tiny little things Mm -hmm. that bring you back to the present Mm -hmm. and remind you that you you still exist you're still here you're still here Yeah. yeah and um that it won't always it won't always be like this. Always be like this. Yeah, yeah that's really beautiful. I, I definitely agree. I feel like also something that I, I really struggled to do for the last year during Campbell's illness because mm-hmm. I, I was visiting him like basically every month. Yeah. Um, uh, flying up to the Highlands and then back down doing my things and then back up was make plans mm. for the future and mm. like make plans with my friends, my family, my partner. Mm. Um, so I feel like that was also a kind of way I found of creating a new existence without Campbell in it was making plans and actually looking forward to things yeah you know and allowing myself to look forward to things and I think it's not good to to live in the future so the present is the most important thing but it's it's not good to live there but to understand it still exists yes and to be excited about to be excited about things was was really great because I think I'd shut a lot of that down for the for the year you know because I was like no because at any time I have yeah I'm gonna be in Scotland yeah yeah, that's my priority number one everything's on standby everything was on standby so it's it was also really um a good a good way for me to 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 cope was to be like okay what should I do Mm. what does summer look like what does this look like what can I do to create experiences with the people who I've put on the sideline for yeah. a year yeah 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 hundred percent that's really important that's a really good point guys mm. everybody like that 
Uh, we, we were going to mention as well um, the grief cast. Mm. Have you listened to the grief cast? No. Tell me about the grief we're cast. Gonna, we're going to do a pod shout out right now. Um, I can't. I don't have it. Carry. It's carry. Lloyd. It's carry. Is it carry? Is it carry out or carry? Carry out. Lloyd. Um, who hosts um, a podcast called The Grief Cast, and it's about grief. Amazing. About, um, and with different people who have lost loved ones uh, in different, you know, different ways, um, and how we cope with that and, you know, different ways and how, because it's such an individual process. Same with all of this stuff. There is not a one-size-fits-all phenomenon of going, if you have lost someone, do this thing mm-hmm. and it will work and make you feel better. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. And what it's, and I wish there was. I wish there was a big fucking overcoat that you could put on and be like, oh, I'm, well, I'm warm now, so here <laughs> yeah, we go. Step one. Woohoo. Get a coat. Get a, <laughs> get, get, a get a happy jacket. Get a happy jacket. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. have a bit of a nervous breakdown then end up with a little fluffy black clap 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 in your life it's so interesting actually really one of the things i thought about in the, in the weeks after was um was getting a pet yeah it's very like uh, it's, i think it's a very natural instinct and a yeah. healthy one actually yeah i just have the tiniest flat in the world so yeah, yeah, yeah can't yeah. do that right now but, yeah um this, yeah. Is, this is what um this is mickey who is a big part of this podcast he's molting all over me mm-hmm. um he has been such a he's been such a lifesaver yeah um he's so cute he's so cute he doesn't he look like um i think he looks like toothless from how to train your dragon oh yeah he that's looks, so true the big green eyes yeah so my boyfriend uh, keeps being like night fury <laughs> <laughs> he wanders in the room so cute. um if anybody wants to lend me their cat uh to look after that is such a good okay. idea for a yeah. business yeah I'm uh, I'm free and I love cats. Um, he's been he's very. There is something about animals, and I think again it's like I was saying about utilizing your senses when you're feeling really lost and really um, out of yourself and dissociating a way of bringing yourself back to the present. Yeah, something with an animal and there is an actual like living thing, living breathing mm-hmm. thing purring on you, mm-hmm. covered in hair, <laughs> and being able to just be like, I can feel you. I can hold you I can I don't know there is something up guys although I would say if anyone's like really deep in it right now don't go right in yeah don't don't go and get cat if you're if you're really really give it a minute give it a sec (laughs) but you're right and they're also very smart I feel like they know oh yeah he knows they know when you need them and that's really special I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast yet actually (gasps) do you tell um, you can have an exclusive I definitely talked about it on my Instagram but I uh, a couple months ago had um a date i had a date so about from a couple months ago probably about three months ago um had a date with someone and seemed right exhibiting all the green flags seemed okay girls got a wee so he came here and we were and like immediately he came through the door and mickey who doesn't he's never hissed once i've never heard him hiss he only scratches like really playfully. He doesn't bite. He only bites playfully. He's never, ever been aggressive at all. And this guy came through the door and his back went and just like arched no. straight away. And already I was like, that's fucking weird. Anyway, oh dear. Um, he, this, uh, and uh, a trigger warning for assault guys, please skip forward if um, if you don't want to hear about it. Um, this guy came on really, really strong. Basically, no. I was asking him to stop. He wouldn't stop. Um, I was pushing him away, uh, asking him to slow down. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't. Which point? 
Michael Catley here. Yeah. Gets up and gets him in the face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the hero. The, the hero. The hero of the day. And this and this guy then was like, wow, what the fuck? And kind of backed off. Um, and he, Mickey, got in between us. His back was up. He wouldn't let him near me if he moved. He was like pouncing. Wow. He has never, literally never, ever... Um, what a smart cat. Yeah. I'm but so he sorry knew. that happened to you. Uh, it's, it's what You know what was weird is that it was almost like M- Mickey sort of saving me in that way, kind of overrid, overridden. <laughs> My God, for goodness sake. I'm like, overrode. Overrode. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think that's the right one. Overrode. <laughs> this, whole, this whole situation, because I was like, it's sad that this isn't novel for mm-hmm. me. This isn't, this is this is something that's happened before. It almost mm-hmm. didn't touch the size. And I kind of was like, that's really sad that yeah. we're like that. But the fact that he did what he did and that, just it's that animal he hadn't it's animal instinct it is animal instinct it's also quite a good metaphor for the people in your life who really care about you Mm, and know you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as well you know because like obviously a cat is there in the moments where people aren't necessarily there yeah but also like you know you brought something good into your life Mm. that is like a protector a buffer Mm. or something for you to feel really safe around something for you to look after and then in turn looks after you yeah so uh mickey the metaphor i mean i cry sometimes i was crying a few nights ago and i looked at him and went mickey (laughs) and he was like what (laughs) stop it you're fine and actually that was to be fair i was totally fine but it's when when i do really need him he's he's definitely there but i think it is it is a good metaphor because there were you know the friends my my best friend, a couple of uh, I lost a lot of people when I had my breakdown. Um, uh, but friends who have stuck around, they did say like back when it was really bad um, and I was drinking so much, they often wanted to, you know, talk about it, and they didn't really know how they could do it. Mm. They didn't know how to do it, but they would sort of slide it into conversation in some way about being like, oh, alcohol, blah, blah, blah. And it was their way of, like, trying to protect me and also noticing those things. Yeah. And yeah. in hindsight, I'm like, God, they just, like, people really care. They really care. People really they care. They really do. Hello. <laughs> so cute. I'm getting little cute. Mickey kisses. Yeah, they do care if if you if you let them, and I think... It absolutely is such a such a tell mm. um you know the last couple of months everyone's reached out because i did eventually oh, yeah. um <laughs> i did eventually share um share my loss like it's not in a big way but yeah. in a small way with yeah. with um my community and yeah you really do see who also knew they were like I thought that there's something I yeah. didn't realize you know you know I wish you'd told me and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah 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 I probably yeah. should have told you but yeah. um they do it would have been okay would have been okay yeah. and it probably would have made you know the the months before a little bit easier but this is why you know this is why I think in part of part of the the reason for you doing this is to see the the beauty and yeah. real hardship and yeah. the lessons learned in in rock bottom and Mm. I think that that was my hard lesson in like letting letting people in Mm. and also just recognizing that there's strength Mm. in being soft and being vulnerable absolutely and being like actually I'm showing up and everything's not perfect yeah okay so I played a beautiful show but actually I'm also yeah 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 crying yeah 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 (laughs) and uh and I learned that 
you know, I've definitely, that lesson is fully sunk in now. <laughs> it's, um, it's kind of this point in the podcast that we sort of turn to that in terms of going, um, when something really, really awful happens, um, or something that is just in some way momentous, a little bit life-changing, what happens in that moment, how we feel, and ultimately taking a little step away from it and uh, moving on somewhat or being or in the process of moving on, being able to look back at that and seeing what served you and what didn't, not necessarily being grateful for the moment itself, not being mm. grateful that you lost someone so close to you, mm. not not being like, wow, that's a brilliant thing, but going, I am grateful for what I learned about myself and how I can um, carry these lessons forward yeah. to benefit my life in future mm-hmm. and be able to see things. And, and 2020 hindsight is just a powerful shamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it's fucking tough because you go, I wish I could have done that in that situation, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it also means that you can go, you can take a step back and then go, cool, I can, I can use this and I can be so grateful for that. And I also just think that like him being like your biggest supporter there's no way in hell he was like you doing such a beautiful wonderful tour at that point at like the end of his life he must have just been so happy for you he must have just been so happy he was um he was just very um he was very very uh, proud. To Imagine have... there was like no. If you were like, I'm not going. He'd be like, you fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, you well, are. So that's the thing. When I showed up, like from the first, I think I'd done, done two shows, and then I flew up with, yeah. within six hours. Which I mean, someone beat me, and I'll be impressed. Yeah. Let me know because I think record. that's got to be a record. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unless you have like a private jet, but I was just you know easy jet. Yeah. Shout out. Nice. Um, I think that, yeah, he showed up and he was like, what? He was yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Like literally in, in hospice, like, what are you doing here? And I was yeah. like, I've come to see you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. He's like, you idiot. <laughs> and he was like, what about that? And, and I was like, it's okay. Cause I said, I was like, I can, I can stay. Yeah. Like um, I will just call my tour manager and yeah. say, I'm staying. Mm. I'm really sorry, but I can't. And he was like, no, you have to go back and rejoin the tour you know Mm. so yeah I think um I think that you know very proud and also you know it's so funny though because he was such he is just such a swerver of the compliments very very selfless very nurturing Mm. um generous man Mm. and no matter how many times I told him like so much of where I am is because of you Mm. he was like no 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 yeah (laughs) he was like no it was all you and I was like no but like it it wasn't (laughs) like it was literally (laughs) it was literally like you you know he said that you 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 know I I had this I had the love that for music that was there but you know in a very physical way as as a kid you need someone to be there with you you need someone to drive you places you need Mm. someone to especially in rural highlands yeah um so yeah I think it was it was beautiful to be able to do that tour Mm. and complete it and and then be be with him and, yeah. and come ho- come home and say you know okay I did it and now yeah. um, we can just be together so yeah it was really like a um it was really I'd say like it was just his last the last thing he gave me was that time yeah and he gave me so much in his life did he play music as well he did did he yeah he actually started a salsa band I love him in, like <laughs> in Inverness fun <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Called um Orchestra del Latina del Norte 
So like Latin Orchestra of the North. Nice. Um, And it was really great. And he ran that. uh, He played saxophone, which is the coolest instrument. That is the coolest instrument in the world. That is. I went to Ronnie Scott's once and I remember looking at the the saxophone and being like, holy shit. Well, so cool. All other men will pale in comparison to you (laughs) in the future. Fuck. You just cannot get better than the sax. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just a lot that I'll. I'll take forward from that, from mm. that, uh, from that relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he had such a capacity for helping others yeah. and like such a sensitivity for people. Yeah. Um, one thing that the band always said about him was just how comfortable, like he made everyone feel like they could show up and just play how they played. You know, it wasn't like a, he wasn't running the tight, a tight ship, you know, it was like, everyone's here to have fun and play music and be together. And I just think that such, that's so such amazing quality. Such an amazing quality in a human. Yeah. To be able to fuck it. I don't even. I'm, I'm, <laughs> crying. I'm crying. Oh. Um, of yeah. like being able to um, about how how the people around you feel mm-hmm. says so much about the the human themselves. And like, and guys, I don't care. Um, there, as I'm sure there are lots of you who'll be like, oh, shut up, you dickhead. But honestly, I I'm a big believer in things, just not not ending mm-hmm. right there yeah and um i don't know what happens of course no one does but i believe that these people stay with us in some in some way yeah um and uh i'm just i think it's just it's really wonderful to hear a story about um oh my god <laughs> so, i'm so sorry no please don't um, apologize i was like i, I have I cannot I cry today i was like you gotta get it all out god damn it this is like place it's supposed to be this beautiful this is mental health comedy um but uh hearing a story about a really wonderful relationship with uh a step parents um i think it's really special and really important because a lot of the time we don't we don't hear that um and step parents of you i mean if disney has anything to say step parents get a pretty bad rap i know and, they're um, always evil yeah and they're uh and so often they're not and it's it's just it's a really it's a really wonderful story and a really beautiful relationship and i'm so happy that you had someone in your life who was so supportive and you're able to carry forward in what happens in the future yeah yeah um, oh, thank you i'm couldn't be more grateful for him and won't forget ever the capacity for love that he taught me and also just the the self-acceptance and um also just it's amazing to see how resilient we are yeah you know when yeah we come through something and and uh yeah grateful for that grateful yeah. for him i still love that you're on tour with case Melia as well that's just it's <laughs> my favorite thing in the world because i can't I, it was, I think it was at my brother's wedding. My mum kept coming up to me and going, this is the closest thing to crazy. <laughs> Such a beautiful song. Because oh. <laughs> she was like, that song's about you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> thanks, thanks very she, much, mum. <laughs> she nailed it every single, she nailed it every single night. Yeah. And, and also just to, just to say as well, mm. if it hadn't been such a wholesome, beautiful, mm. friendly, mm. kind tour, Oh my gosh, I would have left it. Yeah, hundred like, percent. It was just not. It was such a wonderful experience. So and the universe really granted you something. Yeah, there. she was on yeah. tour with her new son. You know, so it was like it was. She was touring with her family, and mm. I think that it was also such a timely experience 
for me to learn how mm. beautiful this industry can be, yeah. how accepting, how yeah. people really work with you. You know, she had a, a engineer touring with her front of house engineer, Bryony, who mm. had, they'd known each other for years. She also had her son on tour, Love that them. kind of longevity and family, chosen family. Yeah. Um, it was really beautiful to witness. Yeah. And they didn't really know anything I was going through. Yeah. Obviously I was there as like a professional, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I felt like I was able to cope with it because yeah. of the amazing environment that they created. Very so, held by that environment. Very held. Yeah. It was just, I, I, I managed to, to feel like able to, to go out every night and put on a show, which is so incredible. And I did truly love it. Although it was, you know, you can't isolate good, things in your life you can't be like oh okay so I'm just having a great time right now it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not how life works <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah it was beautiful at this point because I like to ask the question um what are the things about you as a person we've talked about um other people and how brilliant they are but what is things about you Tamsine as a person that you really cherish and love and and value oh that's such a lovely question um hmm let me think about this. <laughs> I, I do, um, I, <laughs> you can honestly say some people, the, the way people react to it is so good. This, Alex Mitten was like, I love my pecs. <laughs> like my buys are great. He just didn't know how to react. And Chris Campbell was like, I just, I just love everything about myself. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, you could say absolutely anything. I, okay. I, I love that. Um, I, you know, feel such, I think I feel, I feel very intensely, mm, you know, mm. and it comes out in my songs and comes out in my music, which is, is a gift, but I think, um, a gift to me, I mean, mm. to be able to, to have that relief. But I think I, I love that I can feel things so strongly and that, you know, sadness is, the other side of loving people and loving yeah. life and really wanting to lean into the fullness of yes, this exactly. experience. Yeah. And I think that I do like that about myself. I can, yeah. I can see all of the colors yeah. <laughs> and, and this experience, this loss has only, uh, I think only made that all deeper, yeah. you know, only made my connection to that all, 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 all the more deeper. So yeah, mm. I'd say my capacity for for human emotion and amazing therefore hopefully understanding and yeah. relating that to other people as well yeah it creates huge empathy huge understanding lack of judgment it's i think it's a really really beautiful thing when you've experienced it yourself if you're someone who sees and feels things fully the um the way you're able to relate to other people and the way you're able to um make other people feel at ease, I think is a huge gift. It's a real, real gift and not everyone has it. And I was saying to someone the other day, um, my mum's friend was like, I've never had my heart broken. I was like, whoa, 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 man. And there was part of me that was like, you lucky bitch. But also at the same time, I was like, no, do you know what? If I'm being put here to experience this life, I kind of want to, I'd rather have felt all of it. Yeah, true, um, true. Because it's, awful it's that that the pain that we feel is indescribable but then the light that emerges afterwards the um the relief you know when you've when you've sobbed so heavily and then maybe 
after after it's ended, maybe an hour later, you'll go, <laughs> and that breath is mm. one of the most. Um, it's such a relief and a release. Yes, it's absolutely. and it's like one of God's great gifts. I don't often use the word so God, but it's bright. it's one of that those moments. That and being the feeling you get when you do a wee when you really need a wee <laughs> are like two of the universe's <laughs> greatest treasures. <laughs> like a really good yawn as oh, well right yawn like you're love it. i'm exhausted but this yawn feels good that comes with a great stretch <laughs> yeah. and you're like ah <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's beautiful um yeah, that's beautiful and then also at this point we like to ask uh it's a little portion we call thank you letters mm-hmm. um you're expressing gratitude for a person a place or a thing or one of all three but something or someone for which you are grateful mm. good question Oh, there's obviously so many people. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but there are actually so many people. But I would say um, my, can I say two people? You can say as many as you want. You can <laughs> list You can list the entire phone book if you'd like. Maybe I'll say just more than two people. Yeah. But I would say my, my two uh, best friends yeah. were just relentless in their support Mm. um all throughout the year through the music thing the dropping thing Mm. the all of the changes Mm. um and uh one of them Anna came to the funeral she didn't have to she didn't need to Mm. I didn't ask she came she showed up and Liv was my soft landing she took me in and the week after I went to stay with her and her family in Scotland it's just such a haven there you know, and those, I'll just never forget like how yeah. they were there for me. Yeah. Um, my friend Jamie also came to the funeral and that was again, just not needed, not necessary. And, and it was so beautiful to have them there on the yeah. day. And then, um, aside from my amazing family, my, uh, my partner, Ashley, who I pretty forcefully tried to, to, to leave out of what I was going through. Yeah. And he was relentless and was there for me and held me and loved me when that's really just everything I needed in those moments. And so, yeah, I think super, super massive thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we're going. Um, It's it's the (laughs) people, fucking hell, Um, it's the people who... You literally stick around when you're saying like no, yeah. like go away. And I just want to be in a dark room alone. Yeah. And they're like, and they go, no, 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 not happening. Or like, I'll come into the room with you, and we can both be here. Yeah, we don't have to talk. We don't have to no. say anything. I just like, I, I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna leave mm-hmm. this realm. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving your space. Yeah, um, as much as you're telling me to go, mm. no. And it's hard. And those. <sighs> <laughs> those people who are just uh like really really incredible are able to see um beyond the circle that is encapsulating right now but beyond that wider space of going I need to exist here right yeah. now and not leave entirely but I'm going to exist here mm. and still be there and be there to welcome them mm-hmm. back into the light mm-hmm. um with no judgment or yeah. um uh I don't know want for something in return yeah um i think that's really incredible fucking i haven't do you know at the last time i haven't i haven't got to the point really on this podcast where i've been like 
don't cry because usually I'm like, this is gold. <laughs> Stop crying. But in this one, I'm like, keep it together. Um, thank you so much for all of what you've said and what you've shared. I think it's a, a really, really special, very, very beautiful and very, very vulnerable thing to do. And um, I'm I'm so grateful. I think everyone listening who I'm sure there are many people who've been in similar situations will be very grateful as well. And um, yeah, just I can't thank you enough. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm officially a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> and big friend of the book. It's wonderful to talk to someone who, with so much to share and so much that I can learn from. I'm going to link all the stuff below so you can go and find everything. And also I've been listening to the music all morning and it's fucking fantastic, everybody. It's fucking fantastic. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you or anyone you know is struggling or needs help with the issues discussed on Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends, please visit the podcast bio where you will find contact numbers with people readily available to give support. Please get in touch with your stories at either contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lang underscore UK or at whydoyouthinkpodcast. To have your story or your thank you letter read on the podcast, please put survivor story or thank you letter either at the top or in the subject line. We really want to hear from you. We don't care if it's a catastrophe story or a small win from your week, your favourite place, person or thing. We are here for all of it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and I'll talk to you soon. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.